0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of the OP English podcast. My name is Pavel and you are now listening to the B2 version of this podcast. If you would like to listen to the easier A2 version, it is available on the same Spotify channel, so please check it out today. We will talk about why I started this podcast, who this podcast is for, and what will be the topics of future episodes, and also I will mention a little bit about myself. So let's start with the first question, why I started this podcast, well... The simple answer is that for my students. What I mean by that is that my students are always looking for something to listen to in English, of course, and sometimes I have a bit of trouble finding suitable media for them, especially if they find most podcasts boring or perhaps a little too hard. So that's why I decided to start this one to give them something to listen to outside of our normal lessons. Of course, that doesn't mean that if you are not my student that you can't listen to this podcast. This is why I I made it public to everybody because I will be very happy if more and more people listen to it and if you find it useful or interesting, that will make me really happy. Let's talk about the structure of this podcast a little bit. Uh, The aim is to produce two episodes a week. Uh, One episode will be here on Spotify and the other one will be on my Patreon. What's a Patreon? Well, for those of you who don't know yet, a Patreon is an online service, which which allows me to share content with people who pay a certain monthly price. So please check out my Patreon. It is patreon.com slash openglish patreon.com op openglish Not only will you find the other podcast episode there, You will also find transcripts of these episodes. You will also find some vocabulary practice there. The vocabulary will all be from these episodes. And also at the end of this episode, if you listen past my goodbyes a little bit, then you will hear... A short summary of some of the vocabulary that I used today that might be interesting or new to you so please listen to the very end and check out the final section of this podcast apart from vocabulary exercises you will also find some uh, grammar exercises which I will slowly be uploading Uh, my aim again is to do two uh, grammar exercises a week there and uh, that means that Right now, there is, I think, just present simple. So probably not very interesting for learners of your level. But in the future, there will be stuff like passive voice, reported speech, mixed conditionals, all that more interesting, more advanced stuff. So please, if you are interested in those things, check it out. You will not be disappointed. Well, another thing that I want to discuss a bit today is uh, what will be the topics of the future episodes of this podcast. It is a little bit open-ended at the moment, to be honest, uh, because I haven't decided on exact topics for future episodes. The idea is, though, that there will be one topic per episode, usually, so let's say that we choose... British history, so episode 2 will be British history, just as an example, I'm not sure if that will be actually the topic of the episode, then I think sometimes what could happen if the topic is kind of extensive and I I have a lot to say about it, that there will be part 1, part 2 and part 3 of British history. Let's say. Chances are that if I have some interesting real life experiences, let's say traveling or something similar, I will also want to share it with you so there might be episodes about different countries in the future and stuff of that nature. When I close my eyes and imagine the further future of this podcast, I would say that one great thing that there is a possibility to do is to record some interviews with native speakers. I think that would be a great opportunity to hear native speakers, perhaps even with different accents. So let's say we could get an American person here, a British person here, an Australian. That's all in the stars right now. So let's just see right now how far this podcast can get and if it ever comes to this. But I hope it will. I hope it will. And moving on, To our other topic, I said that I would talk a little bit about myself, so who am I and how I became a teacher, basically why we are here right now. I started learning English when I was quite young, when I was maybe 8, I started going to some courses with native speakers, that was quite good, but I must say that I was always quite bored in those lessons, maybe because it wasn't stimulating enough, maybe because the teachers weren't entertaining enough or maybe it was just me that I was a child who needed a lot of things happening at once uh, to be even remotely interested in something so that's hard to say but a few years into those courses I also uh, started going to lessons with a Czech teacher who explained all the grammar related stuff and also who started preparing me for the international exams. I'm talking about the PET exams, the FCE exams and later the CAE exams. I passed my CAE exam at level C2 when I was 16 which is I would say quite early and that led to me getting an offer to become a teacher at the age of 16. I taught at a language school, I taught children and it was great fun. How did I get to the C2 level of English at that age? The answer is maybe a little bit surprising, but the answer is video games. I don't mean that I learned all my English from reading the text on screen or something like that. No, I actually learned most of my English through playing video games and at the same time listening to podcasts, listening to YouTube, listening to stuff like that watching series on my second monitor basically and that's how i learned because i played a lot i would play multiple hours every day and while sitting there i was listening to english and possibly taking in all the phrases all the grammar the vocabulary and that helped massively so one thing that i would really like to put on a pedestal in this episode is listening and the power of passive english because i think that learning english most people when you say well i'm studying english they imagine them sitting down and going through lists of vocabulary going through grammar exercises you know really straining their brains in order to learn the language but i think that is okay a significant part of learning a language but the other part is Really quite pleasant. It is sitting down and watching a TV show in the target language or listening to podcasts. I listen now, I'm listening to... Uh, One Russian learning podcast because I started learning Russian again and I listen to it almost exclusively when I go running and it is great because it makes me feel good about myself that I'm using my time efficiently and that while running I'm also listening to Russian and, and there is some noticeable progress in my level of Russian when I practice Duolingo or stuff like that. So basically what I'm saying is that you should spend four hours a day playing video games and listening to this podcast ideally. <laughs> but moving forward, I mentioned that I started teaching at 16, it was loads of fun, I enjoyed it, also I got some money for it so I could go out with my friends and stuff, so I loved it. And when I went to university later, I started having some issues with time management. The thing was that I had to commute to my university. So there was a three hour commute every day. And also I had to teach. Most of my teaching was done in my hometown, not in Prague. So it was a little bit problematic traveling between the two and also trying to find time that I could spend with my girlfriend at the time, as well as learning and all that fun stuff that is happening when you are going to university. So after two years of struggling to find enough time for all those activities at once, I decided, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Well, to be honest, this is not completely true, because it wasn't really a a choice for me, because I did a really really badly in one of the exams that was a retaken exam and uh, I basically failed and I would have to start over and I decided okay uni isn't for me and it is time to move on and I moved on straight into full-time teaching. I started teaching for six, seven, eight hours a day and I have been doing that ever since. Also I have been working on some Other projects, I have a small online shop, which is lots of fun to operate, and I absolutely love it. But my main job is right now teaching English. Who do I teach? Well, I teach people of absolutely all ages and levels. The youngest student I have is, I think, seven years old, and the oldest is probably pushing 60 right now. So there is a huge range of learning styles, a huge range of levels and I must say that I really do enjoy teaching all those people at different speeds, different in different ways and it's a blast. So teaching English for me is a huge blessing. Now let's talk for a bit about how I spend my free time. To be perfectly honest, I think that I am not a very interesting person when it comes to my free time activities. I spend most of my time working, but when I am not working, I'm probably either making coffee, which is my big passion and I really enjoy pour overs or filtered coffee and I spent a lot of time perfecting the technique and I have all the right equipment and I buy specialty coffee and it's a huge huge passion for me or I'm looking at some nice watches online or maybe at cars or I'm running somewhere. Those are basically the only activities that I do in my free time. Um, so to summarize it, coffee, coffee, Filter coffee mainly, cars, watches, and of course, that kind of generic stuff like getting together with my friends, traveling, which is something that I would really love to do more of. But as you all know, traveling is expensive. So at the moment, my plan is to visit one new country every year. And let's see, since I was 18, I visited England, Ireland, Belgium, the Netherlands, Italy, Austria, and that's it, I think. So as you can probably imagine i'm not a huge adventurer at the moment but in the future i would definitely like to visit some asian countries maybe also the american continent but so far i've been keeping it pretty european as you can hear I think this is pretty much all there is to know about myself. For now, I'm sure that in the future I will share some more stuff with you. But I think this is a good place to end this first episode. Uh, This one is a little bit shorter. The future episodes should be about 20 minutes long. That's my aim. I think 20 minutes is a length that is easy to listen to in one go, but at the same time long enough to contain some useful information and so on, so that is the plan for the next episode. Now I want to say thank you very much for listening, thank you for hanging out with me. Keep in mind that after I say my goodbyes, there will be the vocabulary recap, so please stick around for that. For now, again, thanks for listening, take care and cheers, bye. se pojďme podívat na slovní této Nejprve složené přídavné jméno Open Ended které se překládá jako bezjasného konce, nebo neukončené. Ve větě může být například použito takto. It was an open-ended discussion, we didn't reach any reasonable conclusion. Byla to neukončená diskuze, nebo diskuze bezjasného konce, nedostali jsme se k žádnému rozumnému závěru. Dalším slovem bylo remotely, což znamená vzdáleně, nebo zdaleka. Bez smyslu vzdáleně ho můžeme použít například takto. This machine can be operated remotely, the operator doesn't have to be present. Tento stroj může být ovládan vzdáleně. Operator nemusí být přítomen. Ve smyslu zdaleka. Můžeme použít například takto: There was nothing remotely friendly about this man. He was very mean. Na tomto člověku nebylo nic ani zdaleka přátelského. Byl velmi zlý. Další fráze, o které jsme se bavili v této epizodě, byla to put something or someone on a pedestal. Znamená to považovat něco nebo někoho za nejlepší za bezchybné. Přímý překlad je postavit něco na podstavec. Například: The community regards him as the best actor, but he doesn't like being put on a pedestal. Komunita ho považuje za nejlepšího herce, ale on nemá rád, když ho staví na podstavec. My bychom to takto v češtině asi úplně neřekli, ale doufám, že význam je jasný. Dalším slovem bylo strain. Strain má několik významů, ale jako sloveso se většinou překládá jako namáhat ale může znamenat například i deformovat, anebo cedit něco cedníkem. strainer, je cedník. Ale tady v tom případě to bylo použito ve smyslu namáhat. Například, he strained his back lifting heavy boxes. On si namohl záda z vedání těžkých krabic. Další slovíčko, o kterém se tady budeme bavit, je noticeable, což znamená znatelný nebo postřehnutelný. Ve větě, there was a noticeable difference between his appearance before and after the surgery byl tam znatelný rozdíl mezi jeho vzhledem před a po operaci. Dále jsme se bavili o podstatném méně commute, což znamená dojíždění. My daily commute takes two hours, which is simply too long. Mý každodenní dojíždění trvá dvě hodiny, což je zkrátka moc dlouhé. A poslední frázička, kterou jsme si řekli, je stick around, zůstat na místě. We stuck around after the party to help with the clean Zůstali jsme na místě po party, abychom pomohli s uklízením. Či jednou zmíním, že pokud byste se chtěli podívat na transkripty této epizody a i ostatních epizod, a pokud byste se chtěli procvičit tuto slovní zásobu, všechny tyto podklady najdete na mém Patreonu, což ještě jednou je patreon.com lomeno openglish. Ještě jednou děkuji za to, že jste poslouchali a budu se na vás těšit u další epizody.